Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang on with D's, episode number 98, inching ever so close to episode number 100. We hope to hit 100 by week one, but yeah, we're lazy and we just didn't do it. So here we are. Uh, we do have quite a bit to talk about. Obviously, we're going to cover uh, week one and zero, zero of uh, college football back in full force. And obviously, we're going to be heavy on the NFL, maybe do a little season preview, Obviously heavy on the Steelers and just some uh, some stories in and around the league and whatnot. So uh, I am your host, Ease, of course, with me as always, Dylan, Mr. Number One Pick Dylan. We just did our draft lottery and somehow he managed to pull his name first. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, like I said, quite a bit to cover. Um, just going to go ahead and start it off talking about what we talk about the most, and that is Pittsburgh Steelers football. Undefeated in the preseason. Uh-huh. First time it's happened since, I think, 97, something along those lines. So, obviously, that means we're going to win the Super Bowl. Did you realize Baltimore won, like, think... 23, I believe it is, 23 yeah. straight preseason games. That's weird. Yes, very. Um, we're going to uh, provide our picks. For basically our division winners, wild card, and then Super Bowls, what I had in mind. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. And then just uh, go over some other stuff. Um, before we really get into that, let's just cover uh, a couple of the big stories. Well, one of the biggest stories college football playoff expansion. Yes. What's your thoughts on it? Going to 12 teams, uh, no later than. The way the way I read it correctly, possibly sooner, but probably not. But no later than twenty twenty six. Right. Uh, I have no issue with it whatsoever. Um, I believe they said they're taking the six top ranked um, conference winners. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which six conferences they're pulling from. Probably power the, five the power and, five, and then whoever the best finishing mid major conference okay. winner, and is. then six at large. Right. Um, I, yeah, I'm all for it. Man. Yeah. The, the the format they're talking about is basically the top four are going to have buys, and then the other eight will play each other to decide where those they go and so on and Games so forth. Games at the but, highest, higher ranked will host. Yeah. So no, I, I'm I'm all in for it. I, yeah. And I know a lot there, – there are arguments against it, but at the same time, you know, if you went throughout history over the last 20 years – Frequently, you can find a team that was just red hot at the end of the year, but they didn't get in the playoff because they might have stumbled. Mm-hmm. Will that translate into a fucking championship run? Time will tell. But yeah. 
it'll happen eventually. You know what I mean? Right. Like Cinderella. There, there's always going to be a Cinderella story at some point. Um, so, again, I still think it's better than the system as it sits right now. Yeah, so I, I, I'm happy about it. Yeah, I really don't have an issue with it. Um, I, I was one of those for a long time, was kind of pounding the table at, no, let's not expand it. You don't want to dilute the regular season. But I heard an argument that makes a lot of sense is that doing this doesn't dilute the regular season. It makes the regular season more important for more teams. Agreed. Yeah. So Yeah, because, you know, if, if, if you are one of those teams that stumbles early, your season's over. Yeah. At least now, if you drop, you know, one or two, two games, games early, so. you can – get it together, get hot at the end, <clears throat> and still make a case. Even, I mean, in some of those mid-majors or whatever, that whoever's in, like, conference number five or six mm-hmm. or whatever that, you know, even if they won their conference, may not get into the playoff because you got Bama and Georgia and blah, blah, blah. Right. Now one of those teams who might struggle early against, you know, a couple of non-conference monsters can win their conference and still – sneak into the playoff even if it's a 12 seed at least they have a shot right and nobody can argue well cincinnati was undefeated blah 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 you know i know they made it last year but yeah you know perfect example are teams like that that might go undefeated or you know usc always seems to stick into my mind i can't remember what year it was but they got just absolutely smoke show red hot at the end but because they had I think two losses early. They they didn't have a prayer, but they mm. probably would have beat anybody that that was put up on, against them at that point. That's just how good they looked in the second half of the season. Yeah, I also wonder too if by doing this, since there are you know eight more playoff teams, if that might spread talent out a little bit, instead of everyone going to Georgia and Bama and maybe NIL, I would think would have something to do with that as well. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Because, I mean, that is college football's big problem right now, and we'll get into that when we start talking about the games. It's very top-heavy. That's Yeah, that's the Extremely thing. Extremely top-heavy. And everybody's talked about it. They are going to have to find a way to regulate it at some point. Right. You know, right now it's just the Wild West out there, and people are fucking throwing millions. And so it might be rough for these first couple of years, but there will be – I don't know if you could call it a salary cap or whatever, but I think they will find a way to regulate it heavily compared to what they do right now. I just don't know how you do that because the whole point of NIL is it's it's sponsorship. Right. How, how are you going to regulate a private company from, oh, you can't sponsor this guy? You know what I mean? So I just... I, I think that's, that's going to be a harder fight than a lot of people are saying. I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, you just regulate it. I'm like... I don't know how you regulate that because, I mean, this isn't yeah. legally. I mean, I agree with you, but they're going to have to come up with something or or we're going to have the same, like, five teams every single – well, kind of have that now, but – Right. Well, now it's more like three. Yeah. Or two. But, um, I, I, but I, I also think at the same time, too, you know, there's only so much – I think they're going to have to, like, start showing more proof – as to what the money is for, where it's going, you know, like say you're going to sponsor this five-star quarterback. You can't give him $20 million to, to sponsor your fucking side of the road car dealership. You know what I mean? Like, why not? I, again, that's going to be the issue. But you see what I'm saying? No, like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I just legally, I don't know how you're going to, how you're going to do that. A private, you know, I, I just, it doesn't make, 
sense because you know it's hey i'm just giving you this money just because not to go i don't well and the thing is if they regulate it then teams are going to find a way around it like like they do now like yeah you know if they say well the max is one million dollars well hey here's your check for one million dollars while i'm sliding you 19 under the table yeah it'll just bring back bag men yeah so so uh so yeah let's while we're on let's just get into the uh things news and notes of of the what we saw in college football um did you see and this ain't the biggest story but it just sticks in my head did you see the appalachian state yes i did unc onside kick i turned it off after the onside kick i've never i've never seen four guys get absolutely annihilated simultaneously the way those front guys for appalachian state did like it almost looked like a mirror image of that front line just getting wrecked which of course led to a return touchdown, but that that's was... your ta- that's your takeaway from that. Point? Well, I mean, for Appalachian State gave him a hell of a game. I just mean yeah. that one particular play sticks in my head. Okay. But um, for me, it's the fact that Appalachian State scored forty points in the fourth quarter and still lost. Oh, what? Th- what? They see, scored... I didn't see that part. Oh, let's see. Yeah, they scored forty points in the fourth quarter and lost. So the play they scored obviously, um, and they I think they were down. Yeah, they were down one. They went for two to try and win the game now because their offense was rolling. They didn't get it. They do the onside kick. UNC returns it for a touchdown, so I turn the game off. And then later on, I see what the rest, what happened. Oh, wait, so the game wasn't over at that point? No, no, no. Appalachian State got the ball back, scored with 23 seconds left, went for two because they were down two and didn't get it. That's how they lost. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see. I thought that 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 was the – that sealed the deal, the onside kick. I did, I did too. That's why I turned the fucking game off, but it did not. Um, so yeah, that was pro- easily the wildest game of the. Or no, the day. The, who did they play? It wasn't North Carolina. Carolina played. That's four. yes, that they played North Carolina. That's last week. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Um, so, yeah, that game was drunk. I don't know. You score forty points and still lose. Um, so kind of going back to um, week zero. Uh, Nebraska lost another close game to Northwestern. Yeah, they're they just need to fire him now. Yeah, I mean it's he's Scott, a lame. Scott Frost is not long for the world. Yeah, I he's officially lame duck coach. He also didn't look very good. They played North Dakota last night, and they were pretty slow to start on that one too. So I'd say he's done. Um, uh, what were the games Thursday? Um. Uh, week zero or no, this week? This week, yeah. Uh, well, that was really the only. The backyard notable. brawl was, was awesome. another great game. Great yeah. game. Pitt and West Virginia doing it for the first time in what they say eleven years. Eleven years since West Virginia left for the. And, Big 12. and it delivered. It was a great game. Um, took a pick six with what minute and a half, two minutes, something like that. Yeah, game was tied. Um, West Virginia was trying to you know get a drive going and. A pass went right through his wide receiver's yeah, hands. Yeah, who was having a great game. Yeah. Amazing game. And, yeah, that you can't throw a ball any better than that. It literally just doinked right between both of his arms, like Christmas, right into the DB's hands and great return. Yeah, returned at 40 yards. Yep, and, and that's all she wrote. So that game was wild. The Penn State-Purdue game was also really good. Um, it's one of those where – because going into that game – James Franklin was 11 and 11 in his last 22 games. And they decided to give him a 10 year, $74 million extension. Wow. Which is kind of wild. So, um, 
I walked away from that being pretty impressed with Purdue and not that impressed with Penn State, to be honest. Um, you know, I just, I, yeah, that that ten year contract I think can end up being one of the worst decisions they've ever made. Um, although their defense didn't improve, they have Manny Diaz. He was at that coach at, at Miami last year, so it looks like their defense might be better. Um, Joey Porter Jr. Junior, yeah, is their looks, corner. He looks like he's going to be a, a guy. Yeah, I mean, he's projected to be a first-round pick, so that's cool. Um, then we jump into week one. Well, those games were week one. Well, yeah, but they were just the, week zero or whatever. No, no, those games were week one. Those games happened Thursday. Yeah, but if you look on this fucking ESPN thing, week two is not happened yet. Okay, well, this they're, is wrong. They're calling it week zero. Yeah. <coughs> I would say that's inaccurate, but... Well, everybody that I saw on TV this weekend referred to it as week zero. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, it's pretty fucking stupid yeah. considering week zero was the week before, but whatever. Our, uh... um, so the Saturday games, I'll talk about the mission game very briefly, 51-7. to seven. Two things I, you know, obviously winning is like you're not worried about that because it's an Appalachian State. But um, mm-hmm. two things I was really looking for looking for is the defense because they lost Aina Hutchinson to the Lions, David Njabo to the Ravens, Dax Hill to the Bengals, and their D coordinator, who, in my opinion, should have won the Broyles Award last year but lost it to Michigan's offensive coordinator, went to the Ravens. Um, the defense looked fucking phenomenal. Like, uh, I don't think – I heard a lot of people say this in camp that this is the pass rush is going to be different where last year Aiden and, and Jabo got like 80, Oh Jabo. Oh Jabo, whatever. Got eighty percent of the sacks. That's probably not going to happen this year. It'll probably be more spread out. But they had seven sacks in the game, so that's awesome. The other thing was the quarterback battle. Uh, I don't know if you heard what Harbaugh announced last week. No. Okay, so there's a QB battle between the incumbents uh Cade McNamara, and uh, I I know my quarterback's name, thank you. And uh, J.J. McCarthy, the five-star, he was a freshman last year, played sporadically, but he looked really good. Um, Basically, the plan is Cade McNamara would start week one, J.J. McCarthy would start week two, and then after that they would determine who the starter is going to be for week three against UConn, the game we're going to. Looks like the door is wide open. The door is wide fucking open. Um, Cade McNamara did not look good. I mean, I, I can't remember his stat line. I think he had like 50% completion, one touchdown, and like 133 yards or 36 yards, something like that. Yeah, I looked, glanced at it, and it wasn't great. Yeah, his... yeah 136, 9 of 18. So, yeah, 50%, only one tud, QBR of 39.7. Yeah, that one completion is obviously for one touchdown and half his yards. Yeah. And it wasn't even a bomb. It was a bubble screen that Cornelius Johnson just – he got one great block, made one guy miss, and then Six, scored on. 61 yards Yeah, to uh, Roman Wilson. Yeah. Oh, Roman. I thought it was Johnson. But. And then J.J. Uh, McCarthy played – he only played like two drives in the third quarter and looked really good. Um, he four was, for four for 30. Yeah, and also running. He had a nice like 20-yard – read option run where he scored yeah, and on, so. ended up with 50 yards rushing on just three carries so, so yeah I, I my prediction is he will be the starter in Bla- two weeks Blake Corum had a decent game yeah Corum and Edwards both both look good so anyway is Edwards kind of a power back nope no no he's even more of a scat back than Corum 
Oh, wow. Corn put on 12 pounds of muscle, though, to try and get more power. So, um, so yeah, I feel really good about the team overall. I, I think McCarthy, though, will probably, probably be the starter, starting quarterback. Anyway, so moving on from that, um, <clears throat> we already talked about the App State game, which was fucking wild. Um, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Well, before we do that, let's just go ahead and give the trophy to Georgia now. You think? Yeah, they look fucking unbelievable. Yeah, and they smoked Oregon. Yeah, and Oregon does have a new head coach, but it was Georgia's D coordinator. You would think, you know, he could share some secrets, and they still got blown the fuck out, forty nine to three. So I, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, I, yeah. Like we like kind of like last year. It's probably going to be Georgia and Bama and the Natty. So we'll see. Um. Florida-Utah was a great game. I was going to get to that, but Ohio State-Notre Dame, did you watch any of that? Yeah, I watched most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I tried watching a little bit of it, but I was playing Xbox. Notre Dame, I mean, they hung tough for a while, and then just a couple of mistakes there in the second half cost them. And yeah. they, they, Offensively, it just didn't seem like they could really get anything going. Uh, C.J. Stroud looked pretty solid. Yeah, he didn't have... Uh blanking on his name it's a hyphenated name his top receiver was out got hurt early in the first quarter but i gotta be honest watching that i mean going into that game ohio state was 17 point favorites everyone's picking them to win the big 10 they don't scare me ohio state oh don't worry it's gonna be a hard i I don't be i'm not saying that they have no chance or anything but it's not like last year where i'm expecting to lose like you know, I felt pretty good about Michigan this year anyway, especially against Ohio State. I felt even better watching that game. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what else? Well, the the Florida-Utah game, um, this is Napier's first season with Florida. Yeah. Good start. Great fucking start. Good start. AR-15, which he won't use anymore because it's an assault weapon. Anyway, Anthony Richardson, that dude is a weapon. I was going to say that exactly, yeah. He's only a redshirt sophomore, so uh, I'm not going to sit here and crown him right yet. But last time they had a sophomore that wore number 15 at quarterback, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that play where, I mean, that pump fake and the spin move and then just an absolute dart yeah. to the corner of the end zone. Um, the pick at the end, eh, you might be able to argue pass interference there. It was kind of a yeah. scrum. But either way, Florida gets the big win in the in the swamp. And while it may not happen this year, uh, Florida might find a way back into the SEC conversation here behind AR-15. I think after that game, you got to discuss it. Utah's no fucking slouch. I mean, they yeah, took – Yeah, I think they're going to pop into the t- top 25 just based on that alone. I mean – Well, yeah, but I'm thinking like end of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if – I don't think they're going to be playing in the SEC title game, but – Yeah, I think they're going to scare some teams. Yeah. Like they it's one game, and I'm a bit of a homer because I am a Gator fan, but uh, much improved over what I saw last year. Right, and it wasn't like Utah. Utah didn't look bad either. No, they didn't. Uh, I think Utah's going to be pretty good too. I think that it, it's it one was of those a games. Slugfest, and Florida was able to hang with them. That that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. And you got a quarterback like Richardson, who, like I said, is is still very young. He's, I think he's going to be, or I think he's 21 right now, but he's just a redshirt sophomore. So this year, I think he's going to turn some heads. But next year, if they put a couple more weapons on the field with him, 
everybody else, you know, gets a little bit better. Florida could be in the conversation yeah. uh, once again. Where did uh, I feel like I, I I should know this, but where did Bill Napier come from? Oh, I can't remember now. Okay, I know he's got like a really good reputation. Yeah. Well, obviously you have to. There, to I know that there are, and I've seen it on Twitter, a couple fans of other teams were commenting on how they had really were hoping to be able to get him, but Florida uh, pulled it off. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I liked what I seen there. Yeah, they very, very, very impressive. Um, Is it? Oh, he was head coach at Louisiana last year. Okay, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, let's see. Was there any other? Yeah, I'm trying to. Noteful. Miami hung 70 on Bethune-Cookman. Granted, it's Bethune-Cookman, but still. Right. You score 70, you're, you're doing something right. Right. Yeah, it's kind of hard to complain about that. Arkansas knocks off Cincinnati 31-24. That was the other game I watched. That was another really good game, too. Um, it definitely felt like Cincinnati is going to – this is going to be a, a step back for them this year. Um, Houston but, struggled against – I don't know who is – oh, Texas-San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Cincinnati. The, yeah, well, obviously you lose your first game. If they lose their first game, they're not going to the playoff anyway. But this will be a step back. This will probably be a. I think they'll do better in eight and five, but this might be a nine ten win season for them this year. Because. Okay, so you told me about Appalachian State scoring forty in the fourth. I didn't realize it was sixty three to sixty four. Yeah, where's the fucking defense? I can tell you where the defense is. Apparently, it was in Iowa. Because did you see that? Yes. How depressed are you right now if you're an Iowa fan? I know. I that's this week for me being a Michigan fan has been great because Ohio State, you know, they won, but they didn't look as as great as everyone said they would. Um, in Iowa, the other tough game that Michigan has this year. You, you they beat s- South Dakota State seven to three, and they didn't score a touchdown. It was yeah. a field goal and two safeties. Yeah, and their strength was supposed to be their offensive line, and they just got annihilated all day and and couldn't put anything together. Their quarterback had a hundred and nine yards passing. Their offense was pretty anemic last year, but Kirk Ferentz is probably gonna have to fire his son. Because he's he's the offensive coordinator, and ever since, from what I've heard, since he took over the offense, it's hasn't been good. And yeah, I mean, seven to three against South Dakota State, which again is a very good FCS team, but you know, Wisconsin. Is that where Wentz played, or did, he was at North Dakota, North Dakota right? State? Yeah, yeah. but, but South Dakota, they are consistently in the title picture. In yeah, I believe they FCS. beat North Dakota State last yeah. year, so. Yeah, usually it's one of those two teams that is either in the title game or wins the title. Right. So, yeah, it's not like they beat up on, you know, a nobody F- Western FCS. Illinois. Yeah, they they beat one of the best FCS schools. But still, you're Iowa. You should be hanging at least 20, 30 points on that yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. So that's – yeah, if you're an Iowa fan, you have to be freaking out right now. Um, so – that's that's going to be interesting how that plays out. Um, I think that's kind of it uh, as far as notable college football games. Um, uh, before we get off college completely, are, are you getting pumped? Very, 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 very. Two weeks away. Yeah. Speak, um, speaking of which, we got to call your brother. And make sure we can still take his car because 
Oh, I meant to ask. I should have asked him that yesterday. Yeah. He stopped by for wings. Um, Leave here Friday. Are you taking Friday off or no? Oh, Friday's off. Yeah, Friday's off. So we Otherwise, can, how? We can leave at basically any time. Uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about this off mic. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, I want to get there and make sure we can find, you know. The best strip club in town. Uh, again, we can talk about this off mic. Why? Is somebody listening you don't want to hear this? Well, or? no, but no. what the fuck? You, they don't need to hear us Who are they playing again? UConn. Okay. Jim Mora Jr. led UConn. Really? Yeah. Nice. All right. So, <clears throat> tell you what, before we get into the NFL, just a couple of other things I was going to discuss. Uh, la, la, la. Serena Williams, retired. Yep. Yep. Hats off to her. Did you ever see King Richard? No. Look at me. Watch it. It's a very, very, very good movie. Enough time's passed. You can forgive Will for the slap. And La- Last thing about college football. Did you see the clip of RG3 calling? I think it was the Michigan game. Orgy. Orgy in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> what in the fuck? He said on two different occasions, like, there's some puns about that last name that I'm not going to make. And the the play by play guy, you can tell he was. What's kinda, his name? Orgy. His last name is Orgy. Oh, okay. Well, that changes it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, because on the call, he's like, you know, he breaks through the the line or whatever, and we've got an orgy in the end zone. I didn't realize the guy's name was Orgy, yeah. so I was like, whoa, like, yeah, calm down, RG. <laughs> Shit. I gotta admit though, RG three, pretty damn good on commentary. Was he? I, I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. What was he on? Was that the Michigan game? That yeah, he was, he was covering. Okay. Yeah. So who who does Orgy play for? Is it Michigan? Yeah, he's their third string quarterback. Oh, okay, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got before we get into that. Talked about Serena. Um, I just want to tip the cap mm-hmm. to one Ty Schmidt. Okay. Did you see the fucking Lou Holtz thing? No. Are you kidding me? I sorry. Rogers was on fucking Rogan and yeah, I had other stuff to watch. So. All right, well, I'm gonna have to stop it so that you can watch this part because okay. it is almost tear-inducing funny what he does. Okay. So, all right, well, yeah, we're gonna come back and talk about this in a second and uh, pay our respects to uh, a great man. All right, and we're back. So, <coughs> if <coughs> if you haven't, Pat McAfee show Ty Schmidt is like one of his sidekicks, and he does just. A, Dead on impression of Lou Holtz, uh, just a, a really funny moment. Mm. So anyway, basically the point I was getting to is like I had never watched it before, but I like, got into like a binge of the Pod. You uh, ever watched the Pod? Oh yeah, I watched the Pod. Yeah, he is, listen to the bird. Yeah, yeah. His talent is. I mean, he is like he's amazing. It yeah. just the shit he comes up with off the top of his head and I've watched like 15 episodes of it in the last two days all stemming from that Lou Holtz thing and I was fucking dying when it happened uh, shout out to the, the boys though they're going to have a big year during the football season they got all these guests in studio all week basically mm-hmm. they got AJ on Monday um, I know they got coach coach cancer what's his name oh I don't know it's bad, but Chuck Pagano. Chuck Pagano, he's in studio every week during the season. Uh, Darius Butler is going to be in studio 
two days every week. I believe AQ Shipley is going to be in every week, so that's going to be fun. I can't wait till they open that up because we're going to have to go mm, to yeah, the to the sure. Thunderdome. Um, but yeah, that uh, that Lou Holtz thing was just fucking hilarious. Mm. Uh, before we get into the NFL stuff. The rumor is Braun Strowman is going to show up on Raw tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Um, did you see what happened with the – did we talk about Punk, the Punk match, or no? Yeah, the TV match, yeah. Did we talk about it after it happened? I don't think so. Did you see what happened? That the match was over in like five minutes? Or? Yeah, he basically got squashed. Yeah. And they set up – it's kind of a weak angle where – Punk come out all dejected and talked about maybe I don't have the love anymore. And his coach, A Steel, comes out and slaps him in the face and says, "You signed this open contract." And all of a sudden, it's like Punk hulked up and yeah, he punked up. Yeah, and basically, you know, this is Chicago where we kill people. Blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. so that's the big main event. But um, Clash of the Castle was yesterday. I Ro- fell asleep to it. Roman won. I, I turned it on. Tyson Fury did knock out Austin Theory, though. That was oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Drew and Roman were like laid out. And Theory's music hits. He's going to come cash in. And he's over at the announce table getting ready to hand it to the. As he's handing mm. the briefcase to the ref, Tyson Fury's front row right there. And he just leans in and just fucking clocks him nice. and knocks him out. And then after the match, when Reigns won, Tyson Fury gets in there and they stand face to face. That is a large man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former because like Roman's a big dude, and Tyson Fury is like towering over him, yeah. and they just stare at each other for a minute, and then Tyson shakes his hand, and everybody boos, and and that was it. Like, mm. almost wonder if they're not teasing something. But... Well, I mean, he had a match at uh one of the Saudi blood blood money shows a couple of years ago. Fury did, yeah, against uh, Strowman, I believe. Oh wow, I did not know yeah. that. But yeah, that's the big rumor. I know we talked about the possibility of Bray Wyatt or whatever, and but supposedly Strowman is signed, sealed, and delivered and going to show up on Raw, which could shake things up a little bit. And yeah. Again, just excited to see uh, where we're going with this whole Triple H deal. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we get into football? Because I imagine football is going to take a bit. Uh, are we going to close with football? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got three recommendations then. Um, two are Netflix specials on Netflix. <laughs> Netflix specials on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, first one is Tim Dillon, Real Hero. Um, I You don't know Tim Dillon at all, do you? I've heard the name, but... He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, he goes fucking hard in the paint. Um, obviously, Netflix doesn't care about people getting pissed off because they allowed a comedian <coughs> to use the term Desert Dykes in his stand-up special. Well, I think Chappelle already basically... Well, I know, but yeah. anyway. So that special's really funny. Um, Sam Morell, um, same time next week. Uh, he's another comedian I've started to really like. Him and Mark Norman do a... I like Sam. Yeah, do a We Might Be Drunk. I don't know if you listen to any of that, but mm-hmm. anyway. So that stamp special is really good. Third thing I'm going to recommend, um, if you have The Cock, uh, The Black Phone, the no. horror movie with uh, Ethan Hawke. Uh, do you know anything about it? Never heard of it. Okay, it takes place in the 70s. Um, kids keep getting snatched, and Ethan Hawke's the guy doing it, and he snatches this kid and, like, locks him in, like, the basement, and he can't get out, and there's this black phone 
on the wall. I think that's where the title comes from. That starts ringing. And the kid answers it. And it's the ghosts of the other kids this guy's killed. Like trying to like walk him through or trying to help him get help the kid that's kidnapped get out. And uh, so it, obviously based in reality. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Um, it's very diff- different because I heard someone say this. I never thought about it. When he, horror movies, if there's any sort of supernatural element, it's usually the villain or the monster that has that. And this isn't the case. It's the kid and the kid's sister. Like she has dreams where she can kind of see the future and sh- see shit. So. If you're any interest in horror movies whatsoever, I highly recommend that. The ending is super fucking satisfying, and it's very, 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 very good. Very it nice. was so good. I, I thought about seeing it in theaters because it was intriguing, and then I didn't. And having seen it on Peacock, it makes me wish I had seen it in theaters. So very big recommendation. If you have Peacock, which if you have Xfinity, you have Peacock because you get it for free. So I get it for free anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. I was trying to I was trying to think if I watched anything that I watched the. Oh, I have another wreck. Sorry. Have you seen any of Welcome to Wrexham? No. Do you know what it is? Yes. Okay. I saw the Ryan first. Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. It's a documentary. They bought a football club and a soccer Wales. team. They bought a soccer team. This is America. <laughs> it's a soccer team. Anyway, uh, in Wales, and it. Not bad so far. I mean, kind of like a real life Ted Lasso type thing. Kind of sort of, except yeah. they're not coaching the team, but yeah. for the most part, you know, a not good soccer team. And then they take it over and they're trying to make changes to it and everything. <laughs> so it's not a bad watch. It's on FX right now. All right. You ready to talk some NFL? Yes. Let's do it. All right. Um, you might want to start jotting down some. What are we starting with? Well, I'm going to go over a couple of stories first. Okay. And then we'll talk Steelers, and then we'll do predictions. So you have some time. Um, First thing I was going to talk about is this whole Tom Brady thing. Have you seen anything about the article that came out? Not Not much of an article, just... um, I heard a rumor him and Giselle are fighting right now. That's, yeah, it was kind of a page six thing. New York Post posted something about his whole 11-day absence from training camp was basically him trying to kiss Giselle's ass because he said I was retired and they made all these plans. And then he's like, oh, I'm going back to football. And so that things might be a little rocky, which I mean, it's still Tom Brady could mean nothing, but it, it could turn into a distraction somewhere down the season, but it's probably nothing. I just thought it was interesting that that came out. Yeah. You know, he he made that whole speech about, you know, I'm 45 years old. I got a lot of shit going on. Oh, yeah, apparently you do. Uh, the other thing, <clears throat> uh, things I never thought would happen this season, Alex. Jimmy G is back in San Francisco. It took a massive pay cut by all standards. I don't know why he did that. I don't, I don't either. Unless he thinks Trey Lance is going to be the shits and he's going to have to come in and save the team this yeah, year. Yeah, but why would you take that big of a pay cut? So that you can, oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. I don't know. So that you kind of have them by the balls by the yeah. end of the year. It, and, it, I mean, I, they talked about it heavy on, on McAfee and a bunch of shows, actually. It doesn't send a very good message to Trey Lance. No. 
he did look bad in his last preseason game, and then it was almost like that was where they decided, oh, shit, you know, we better not let this guy go. And they worked out a deal to where, you know, because he hasn't practiced with the team all summer, hmm. Jimmy G. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, he's back. He's our our backup quarterback now. And it's it's going to create kind of a weird situation because if Trey Lance comes in and doesn't perform, not only are the fans going to be chanting for Jimmy G, but his own teammates like, hey, we've got a championship caliber team here. And you're, right. you know, by all accounts, everybody in the know uh, basically agrees that Trey Lance probably isn't ready yet, that he needs another year. And how many games do you give him before you pull the plug? And then what does that do to his, you know, his, his mental his psyche, you know, right. if you yank him and throw Jimmy G back in there. Fuck and, with his confidence. Yeah, and, sure. and this is only a one-year deal. Jimmy G is going to be a free agent regardless after this season. So, you know, he's secretly hoping for this failure that he can come in and, and rescue the team so that he can get paid next year. But what if he doesn't? You know, I mean, I guess he gets paid regardless. But it's just, I don't know, it's a weird situation. I, I thought that was kind of odd. That, yeah. All summer long, you're talking about, no, this is Trey's team, Trey's team, and now here we are. Uh, well, maybe it's not Trey's team, so we're going to keep Jimmy just in case you suck, and then we can plug him right back in right. and go from there. Yeah, very, so, very odd. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that'll be one I watch closely because, like I said, how it, it's somewhat of a similar situation that we have, which we'll talk about in a minute, but – it's just how long is the leash going to be because you've got all that talent. You can't afford to, to sit there and go 0-4 oh and four or anything like that, right. especially in the NFC. They open against Chicago, so uh, they're not going to be 0-4. Oh yeah, yeah. As, well, That's right. I said it. <laughs> uh, especially in that division. like they, You cannot stumble in that. Well, that. I, I'm sitting here actually doing the NFC West right now, and I threw the, the Niners – one Niners Rams Cardinals oh shit yeah I'm thinking of Seattle my bad yeah yeah Seattle's probably going to be bad but the yeah. other three like you never you mind can't afford to stumble too much um other little notes we had Russ Wilson gets a big contract word five five year extension with 200 and some, what was it 260 I can't remember the exact numbers, but like 165 guaranteed, which again started throwing up all the stories is what is this for Lamar? Because by all accounts, Lamar wants Deshaun money. He wants fully guaranteed. And now we're like two major contracts past that one yeah. being Kyler Murray and one being Russ. And they even talked about it on Pat. Like, what, you know, what side of the fence is this going to steer? Because there are some people that are saying, well, you know, that was Jimmy Haslam being stupid, and it could very well be. But if you're Lamar Jackson, you've won an MVP. You've won a playoff game. Do yeah. you stand firm and be like, no, I, I don't care what Russ got. Russ is 30-some years old, and he's an old man. Kyler, you know, hasn't done what I've done on the field, and I've done way more than Deshaun Watson has done on the field. I want 231 guaranteed or 230 and $1, whatever the case yeah. may be. Uh, it's it could lead to some some turmoil in Baltimore come the end of the season because right. according to Lamar, 
week one, like basically if they don't have a deal done by this coming weekend, he's not negotiating during the season. Huge gamble. Right. Especially get, with his play style. Yes. He could get hurt and, and fuck himself, or they're going to be in a situation where they're going to franchise him, what, two years in a row? Is that, or is it three that you can do? But I don't know that they I would do that two. simply because after year one, it, it increases by like 20, 25%. But uh, that is going to be a very interesting storyline to watch as to who is going to cave first as far as this guaranteed money because that's what it's going to come down to. As a fan of a team in that division, I'm here for it. Yeah. I want to see just distractions and turmoil and, you know. Right. I've always been on the anti-Lamar. I still don't think he's a great quarterback. He's a phenomenal athlete, no doubt. Cool question. Who would you rather have, Lamar Jackson or the quarterbacks we have right now? With our offensive line, Lamar Jackson. Okay. I just all right, for the just, simple fact. Just I mean, checking. Yeah. I just want to see how insane you are when it comes to Lamar Jackson. But all right, that's good. And I mean, to your point, and to be fair, Lamar also has not had a full showcase of weapons. He's had a couple of decent receivers mm-hmm. and a great tight end. And then, you know, running backs have been kind of hit and miss, depending on if they're healthy. So I, I would reserve judgment to put Lamar onto a team that has a full complement, like I believe Pittsburgh has. Mm-hmm. you got great backs, receivers, tight end, things like that. So, But I still don't think Lamar can read a defense. I, I think if Lamar rips his ACL off and can no longer run, I think that's going to be the end of Lamar Jackson as an elite quarterback. It won't be like Randall Cunningham with the Vikings where, okay, I'm old and slow, but I can bomb the ball still. And I don't think so. I, I think Randall Cunningham was a better quarterback. Right. You know, don't get me wrong. Lamar Jackson's probably the greatest athlete short of Michael Vick to, yeah. to play the quarterback position. I just much like Michael Vick. I mean, while he did have a cannon for an arm, I wouldn't trust him to drop back, sit in the pocket, make read one, two, three, and find the open guy. Lamar is drop back. Oh, Mark's not open. I'm going to run. Yeah. Problem with Vic was once he finally figured that out, I mean, he was pretty fucking great for that one year in Philly, but then he aged. That and was when the decline His body started, started yeah, deteriorating. Yeah. So. And then we got him, and he just wasn't the same guy. I mean, right. yeah, he carried us to a couple big wins, but yeah. – uh, talked about that. Talked about that. All right. So, Pittsburgh Steelers. All the cuts are made. Undefeated preseason. Talked about that. Uh, made a couple trades. Yeah. One I'm very high on. One I'm in. I don't know yet. All right. Um, couple of surprise moves. Uh, the trade for. No, I can't think of his name. Is it Ross or from Denver? Outside linebacker. Great trade. <sighs> Like, yeah, awesome for depth. Um, very happy that we made that trade because what we saw behind TJ Watt and, and Alex Highsmith was not great. So I, I'm definitely very happy for that. Uh, we did uh, – we also picked up Jameer Jones, but now I want to know what dude's name was. Oh, Malik Reed. Outside linebacker for Denver, I uh, believe he had 18 sacks or something along those lines in three seasons in, in spotty play. So, again, 
if one of the guys goes down, I feel a lot better about him coming in as opposed to what we would have had had we not had those. And then the other trade that we made was for offensive linemen from uh, Minnesota by way of Miami, and that was Jesse Davis. Now, early reports from fans of those other teams say that he's not all that great, but if you looked at our offensive line, he could still possibly be an upgrade. Uh, my biggest concern, Dan Moore, the left tackle. I thought he would take a big step forward and we just haven't seen it. So rumblings are that they might end up bench Dan Moore, move Okafer from the right side to the left, and then plug in uh, Jesse Davis or Trent Scott, both of which can play the tackle position. Um, I am still all in on the fact that our team is possibly championship caliber without the offensive line. If you, you know, yeah. If, if you throw that out. Yeah, sure. And I know that's a huge thing, but I'm still cautiously optimistic that maybe these guys, they get a couple games under their belt can gel a little bit and all they got to do is buy a little bit of time um, and go from there. I feel pretty confident, or not confident, but but what's the word I'm looking for? Happy, I guess. Content. For, with with the fact that we come out of preseason without any major injuries. Yeah, um, I have to love that. I mean, we, we had uh, Kaze, Kazee, or safety, and Calvin Austin both go on IR, but both of them are expected to be back by week six or seven. Uh, other than that, we had no like season enders. Very happy. Somehow Kendrick Green made the team again. Um, that is, I mean, I know the somehow it's because he's a third round pick, so they're going to give him one more year. But uh, if he sees the field, then we're we're going to be in trouble. Kept seven receivers, but I think part of that was Calvin Austin being hurt. Boykin made the team. Steven Sims made the team. So pretty happy with that. Uh, I was kind of surprised Benny Snell made the team over Anthony McFarland. Oh, yeah. But I think Benny Snell brings more to the team in terms of special teams. Right. Because he he's a special teams ace. Like, he, he gets a lot of special teams tackles, and I think that's what basically saved his job over McFarland. Yeah, I haven't seen him do anything impressive as a running back, in my opinion. So no. I, I mean, he had a couple of spotty plays here and there, but never anything consistent. Right. Um. I was a little surprised by the McFarland thing because McFarland actually looked good in the preseason. Yeah. They did get him on the practice squad, so that that could be a uh, a good thing just in case somebody were to go down. I think rather than put Snell in there, I think you're going to get a lot of Jalen Warren and and Anthony McFarland before mm-hmm. they they put Snell in the backfield, just my opinion. Pickens still looks like a dog. He had another play against Detroit where he just made the, the corner disappear on a run block. He just run up, popped him, and the guy literally goes off camera. So, Still watching Hard Knocks? I, I am not. I haven't, but I'm going to, like. You stopped when the, uh, for the episode where they play our team. Was that episode out already? Yeah. I thought that one was. No. The, the, I, I, I am going to watch it. I'll probably watch it this week, yeah. gearing up. I just, I haven't yet. Sure. Um, but, no, I do plan to watch it just because um, no trade of Mason Rudolph. And by all accounts, they were wanting too much for him, which I, I don't get. I, mean, I heard they wanted a third rounder, which is like, eh. That's insane. Uh, yeah, no. That's insane. Fifth or sixth. I mean, 
these teams have watched Mason Rudolph play football against starters, and yes, he looked pretty good in the preseason against a bunch of nobodies. But you look, you he looked decent last year in the finale, didn't? Or two years ago in the finale, he tied Detroit. That's all I gotta say. He led us to a tie. Uh, that is a Detroit. very good point. Yes, I have seen enough of Mason Rudolph to know that I do not want him starting for my team. Yeah, I I, I would have pulled the trigger on on anything. Fifth, sixth, maybe even a seventh. Like, look, maybe trade him to Cleveland, get Josh Dobbs back, and maybe like a sixth rounder as a sweetener. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you pretty much have said that it's it's Mitch's team with Kenny right there breathing down his neck. Why why even bother hanging around Mason? Yeah, if I was Mason, I'd be like, dude, let yeah, me go. Please, just let like, me go. Yeah. At the very least, I can go back somebody up. Or right, you know. Detroit was the big one. Yeah, and and they did end up cutting. Uh, well, they cut both, Blau and Boyle, but I think they brought Boyle back. I was trying to avoid that news for the finale of Hard Knocks, but all right. Well, I... I, I mean, it's news. I mean, I yeah, know, it, but... it already happened. I know, but... All right. Did I spoil it for you? Is that what... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it's big spoiler going to the finale, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's news, news, Spoiler. So whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was really surprised that... A, we're carrying three quarterbacks, and B, one of them is Mason Rudolph. Uh, teams come under a lot of criticism over the way they handled Chris Oladukin, mm-hmm. um, who signed with the Chiefs practice squad. He never even got to play in a preseason game. No, either. he only, according to like reporters, he only had like 19 reps in in camp with with like team team yeah. drills. So, and I get it; he's probably not gonna be a guy, but god damn. Give him a shot, like, right? You know, um, I am still like Tomlin hasn't officially announced who his starter is going to be, but it's got to be Mitch, right? You know, I mean, against Cincinnati, you got to put the guy that's you know got experience out there, right? I am still. It's not like he looked bad in preseason either. No, not at all. Good, he looked so. he looked great by all accounts, and yeah. Kenny looked great. But Kenny's offense was way dumbed down compared to what Mitch ran. Like Mitch threw the ball downfield more, and that's you know that's what we need. Mitch has the, the mobility, maybe not quite on the same level as Pickett, but I would say they're pretty damn close as far as same area code. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's I mean it it is what it is. We got Cincinnati, and then we have a couple of weeks that's gettable. So we have a chance to come out of the gate somewhat strong um like i'd love nothing more than to escape with a win in cincy but we'll see I mean, hey we'll, last year we we're in the same boat we were we had buffalo week one as a circle loss yeah, and they and won they so. won that and, and then it went to shit but yeah <clears throat> anyway all right so were there any noteworthy things you want to talk about before we do no all right well we're going to uh basically give you our predictions of the division winners, the wild cards, and Super Bowl champ. You want to go division by division first? And then we'll talk about wild cards and then... Well, we'll just go AFC, and then we'll go NFC, and then we'll do our Super Bowl from... Okay. So, All right, start it off. AFC East. And, and all I did was division winners. And, well, I didn't, like... 
put them in order. Okay. I don't know how. I wrote them in order, so. How deep you went, but yeah. Uh, my AFC East winner, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I, I think this, that was probably the one I had the easiest time with. I mean, if I had to go in order, I would say Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. I, that was my exact order as well. I just, I, I think New England has got some turmoil with this whole offense thing and who's calling plays. And I don't think they have enough weapons. And I think Miami made just enough improvements that I think they're both probably going to be in the nine and eight range, 10 and seven type right. thing. But I think that Miami is just barely going to edge them and the Jets are going to be the Jets. So. I mean, I wouldn't be with New England. I I wouldn't be shocked if they bottomed out offensively. I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, you have two, co- you have co-offensive coordinators that have never coached offense before. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? It, this is a weird analogy, but it, Bill Belichick seems like he there's a, he's on a real risk of getting to the point where he's a victim of his own past success, mm-hmm. where he just thinks, hey, I have this idea. It's brilliant because I'm brilliant, so it'll work, instead of, no, that's a really dumb idea. You Which know, you know I, what this means, right? They're going to go 15-2 and two and win the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. <laughs> So but, yeah, both got the Bills there. <clears throat> NFC West. AM, sorry, AFC West. This one's hard. Very hard. Um I, I I gave it to Kansas City just because of what? No, go ahead. We're vastly different already. <laughs> okay, and just because of continuity with head coach. That's really the biggest fair, fair point. difference. Um Brandon Allen, the head coach of the Chargers, too. I mean, with him going for it on fourth down like a fucking lunatic, that still scares me, even though the roster is is better. Um, then I had Denver at three. Um, that biggest thing was just because it's a first-time head coach. Any of those three teams, if you say, hey, they're going to win the division or even go. You, like, you can make your case for them, yeah. Or even they're gonna, they might be the one seed. I'm like, okay, I wouldn't. You can make a case for all four teams. Yeah, right. I went Denver. Okay. And if I had to order them, I would say I got Denver, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. Wow. Okay. Explain the KC thing. Their schedule is fucking brutal. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it's it's brutal. And they're due. I see what like you mean. Like, they're, they're due just... Whether it in injury or just bad bounces here and there, I just I think they're due for a knockdown. Now having Tyreek is going to hurt tremendously too. Yeah, I you mean, don't get those. They got Juju. They got MVS. I get that. Travis Kelsey. Look, they're I still see them as a good team, and while I do have them last in their division, I have them at like a a nine and eight last or a, an eight and nine type thing because. Their, their schedule is brutal, and all it's going to take is just one or two injuries to some key players, and they are in bad shape. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> AFC South. I, I have Colts winning the division. As do I. And then, again, if I had to order them, I would say Colts, Titans, Jags, Texans. I think, Same for me. I think Jacksonville is going to show marked improvement. Mm-hmm. Not quite there yet. Um, 
But I, I think with the direction that they are heading with the new coach and everything, I think they're going to make some noise. And seven to eight wins I, is possible mm-hmm. if they get the right bounces and stay healthy. Um, and, and Houston, I like Davis Mills. I do. I'm not, but I'm not a hundred percent sold on him yet. They just don't have any weapons around him. So I, everyone's I, raving about their rookie running back. Pierce looks great. Yeah. Without a doubt from Florida, Damian Pierce looks great, but then it, it kind of stops there. Like they yeah. don't have much there. Uh, I think they're going to, I don't trust Lovey Smith either. Yeah. At this that's stage the in other his thing is at any stage in his career. And he, had he was a, pretty good in Chicago. I mean, he had make a pretty the, good defense around him too, but you don't have that anymore. And he absolutely sucked at Illinois. So, but yeah, I, Tampa as well. I, I regardless of you know, unless Davis Mills just turns into Tom Brady 2.0, I, Houston's going to be contending for the number one pick. I think. Okay. And you had, I the exact same order. Colts, Titans, Jags. Yeah. Yeah, Colts um, already got a great roster. They added a solid quarterback. Got a good coaching staff there. So yeah, they're they're going to be a tough out for any team right. if they stay healthy. Jonathan Taylor. Probably, if if you had to rank them, is going to be one or two as far as best backs in the league. And he has a very good backup behind him. But how much mileage, you know, we, we see this a lot. You know, these backs that do it all, running and receiving, you know. Yeah, but he's only three years into his career. So, I mean, I think there's a lot more tread on the tires. And he's not going to turn into Christian McCaffrey, I don't think. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah. We'll see, but yeah, that's that's what I got there. And uh, God, why do I keep saying it? AFC North. Go ahead. Bengals, <clears throat> Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Get out. What? Sorry. I got the <clears throat> Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Okay. It was it was tough. Um and it's just the the offensive line I think is going to be so fucking shitty. I think I still in my heart of hearts I think it's going to be better than it was last year. Which what evidence great. do you have to support this? I j- Mason Cole is an improvement 100% over Kendrick Green. James Daniels an improvement 100% over anybody that we had at right guard. I think they they still got some gelling to do but I think by the end of the year We'll say this offensive line was a little better than last year. Okay. I'm not saying they're going to be fucking all pro, and I just right. think it's going to be slightly improved. If somebody goes down with injury, though, our, our depth is not good. So it, it, you it have five guys hoping that they don't get injured. I mean, I, that's yes, I realize alignment that, injuries are probably the most yeah. common one. Again, cautiously optimistic that they'll gel and be passable. You know, I know that they were, we don't have a good offensive line. I think we can have at least a close to somewhat average offensive line if they can put it all together and stay relatively healthy. Better right. than, than what we had last year. Um, I just think our defense, again, the if of all ifs, if they all stay healthy, our defense is going to keep us in a lot of games. And I think we have enough weapons on offense that if Mitch and or Kenny can just stay upright long enough we can get the ball into the right hands and right. I, I think Najee putting on the weight that he did is going to be really really good for him 
um, being as how he is going to touch the ball a lot. And I think Fryermuth is going to have more of a breakout than he had last year. I think we're going to we're going to see why we drafted him. And then our receivers, we already talked about. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going to be studs. But. Yeah, I mean, I went back and forth on it. Don't get me wrong. I just uh, and, and and even as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about the Ravens. I'm like, they lost Hollywood Brown. They lost their offensive coordinator. And that's the other thing. Oh about, wait, no, they didn't. About Baltimore is you know whether they'll admit it or not, they have a distraction mm-hmm. with the whole Lamar Jackson thing. Uh, they are currently banged up at running back, and they're a heavy running team. And that's you know. We saw what happened when when the injuries hits that team. Bad things happen. Their defense, while still good, isn't will be better. You think? Yeah, they hired Mike McDonald. I think I think they'll I I think it'll be. Well, last I checked, he doesn't wear a fucking helmet, and I don't think they're going to be better. I think think they're still going to be solid, but Baltimore's defense no longer scares anybody. In oh, yeah. Opinion. I mean, it's not yeah. the Ray Lewis Ed Reed days of, oh, my God, we have Baltimore's defense. But yeah. I, and I they are be... one Lamar Jackson injury away from being a five-win team. I mean, Huntley is decent, but I, I don't yeah, see Yeah, but him. you can say that about most teams. Cleveland is, is, is Cleveland, and Jacoby Brissett is going to be their starter for at least the first 11 games. While he's no bum, it's Cleveland. I just there's so much turmoil and everything mm-hmm. around that team. I I just see them struggling to yeah. put together six or seven wins, and yeah. their schedule's tough. I mean that that whole division is tough. So yeah, uh, I mean yeah. If if it's Deshaun starting all the whole year, then it's and a, kind of a toss up on who wins that division. So, so in in order as far as like seeding. I would say I've got Bills, as do I. Bengals, Broncos, Colts, Chargers, Raiders, Steelers are my playoff teams. Okay, I didn't do that part. Um, I'm gonna go the Colts, the second seed. You know, so who are your playoff teams? This. Yeah, I have a. Let's see. Well, division winners already told said so. Uh, Chiefs, Bills, Colts, Bengals winning the division. Their divisions. Uh, I have Tennessee as a wild card. I have the Chargers as a wild card, and I have the Broncos as a wild card. I have three teams coming out of the West. So do I. Okay. Winner and two two wild cards. Yeah. I basically just swapped t- uh, Pittsburgh for Tennessee. for Tennessee, and and I almost went Steelers not making the playoffs for Tennessee, but. I don't know, man. Tennessee, Henry's coming off an injury. He's got a lot of miles. Yeah, I think that... There's already some rumblings about a quarterback controversy because of the way Malik Willis played during the preseason. Yeah. And granted, Tannehill has looked great. But... He looks like I, shit in this playoff game. I gotta year. think that that wall is, is coming. Like, Tannehill's... Let me play devil's advocate. Yes, Henry's coming off an injury. I think that's why they took Hassan Haskins in the draft to try and help limit some of his carries and, you know, another battering ram running back that can, you know, take They did lose one of their top pass rushers. Yeah, they lost A.J. Brown, but they did trade or uh, draft a replacement. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but they got one of of those stud receivers. Yeah, of the 12 taken in the first round. But Dupree... 
last year was not the Bud Dupree that we saw in Pittsburgh. Um, they better hope that he is this year because they just lost one of their top pass rushers from last year. And what you could do, although this would hurt the quarterback controversy thing, you could use Malik the way Michigan uses JJ and bring him in as like a red zone quarterback or give him a sub package. And they're they're already talking about it. like the yeah. the beat reporters are saying that it's it's going to be hard to keep him off the field and. and some people are even predicting that they, he's going to take over by like week ten and week eleven. Wow! And if if Tannehill does struggle, I I could see that happening. Sure. You know, we saw a little bit of it last year with Trey Lance. San Francisco brought him in a couple times. <clears throat> I think he ended up getting hurt because of it. But yeah, it's. I just I I feel like they're going to slip just enough that they're going to narrowly miss the playoffs. Again, I would. I understand. Who, who's your conference champ for the AFC? Bills, me too. I just they're they're going to be a a unit this year. Mm-hmm. All right. NFC in the East, I got fly Eagles fly. As do I. Um, Dallas will probably be second. Me too. Followed by the Commanders and the Giants. But, I, but you could flip flop those I, as far as I'm concerned. I did. Yeah. yeah. I. No faith in either health. One. I think probably will determine which one of those teams is better. Yeah, I Carson Wentz. Who again, if Wentz has a decent year, they could be as much as second in the division. They could, they could overtake Dallas if Wentz returns to form. They've got some some pretty strong. Yeah, you got McLaurin and now yeah. maybe Chase Young if you Chase if Young. you can stay healthy. So yeah, that that could go a lot of different ways. Uh, in the NFC West, again, if I had to order them, it would be Rams, yeah, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks. Uh, I flip flop the Niners and the Cardinals. Which yeah, and- but again, with the turmoil of wait, who's our starting quarterback? I get that. I just I think Kyle Shanahan is miles ahead of. Fucking help me out, Arizona's head coach Kingsbury. Kingsbury as a coach, uh, that's. I mean, they added. Uh, to, or, who's the receiver? Hopkins is out for what? Four games, six games, something like that. First, uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah, but they did add Marquise Brown. They still got James Conner, um, and by all accounts, the basically the guy that's going to be replacing Kirk, Christian Kirk is going to be a stud slot. So that's why I had them bumped up. And I just think that the Niners early season turmoil that I see coming with the whole Lance Jimmy G thing is going to knock them down far enough that they're going to be playing catch up all year. And I just don't think they're going to be able to pass them. Sure. NFC South. Bucks. Saints. Panthers, Falcons. I have another swap. I have the Saints winning that division. Because of the injuries with Tampa. I could see it. Because Arian's not being the head coach anymore. I mean, what they had one of the best centers in the league, and he's out for the year. And I believe they lost guard or tackle, too. Yeah, when, you have, a 40, when you have a 73-year-old quarterback, that's not good. Um, especially... I mean, they still got 
offensive weapons. Sure, they lost Gronk. Yeah, they did lose Gronk, but they did get Kyle Rudolph and Cameron Brait. Well, no, they're not Gronk. They're still they're still solid good, at yeah. the tight end position, yeah. but you still got uh, two stud receivers, three stud receivers because they got no, not Robinson went with the Rams, um, but their their third receiver is an AB anymore. But I can't remember his name, but he's he's decent. Godwin. No, he's their second, basically. Might, might even be first. Evans is anyway getting a little whatever. longer in the tooth. But, uh, and the Saints, on paper, have a great roster. It all depends on Jameis Winston and whether or not he can not turn the ball over 30 times. He looked pretty fucking good last year before he got hurt, though. Yeah, so. agreed. And and in, while I have the Bucks winning the division, I think the Saints are going to be right there breathing down their neck. Right. Carolina. I think they're going to be improved. Uh, again, how healthy can Christian McCaffrey stay? So far, he hasn't. He says he changed up a lot of things in the offseason. We'll see. Uh, as somebody who had him in fantasy for like three years in a row, I'm 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 off the C-Mac train. I, I think the Panthers and the Falcons could both be picking in the top five this year. I really do. I, I think Matt Rule's a lame duck head coach. Uh, you know, they got Baker. <laughs> who Baker can be decent, but he, that O-line's really bad. They didn't really do much. I guess they did take a tackle in the first round. Uh, they spent a high pick on a tackle to help with that. But, again, McCaffrey, he'll be hurt, beat up like crazy. I'm predicting that again. Yeah. Like, I'd, if Carolina stays Matt healthy. Matt Rule might end up coaching Nebraska by the end of the if year. If Carolina stays healthy all year long, like, you could convince me that they're going to win 10 games. I don't see that happening. So uh, you can't convince me of that. I mean, I haven't looked at the schedule, so I guess I shouldn't uh, say that. But I'll put it this way: I wouldn't be surprised if they're like second and contending for the division, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're fucking three and fourteen. Yeah, basically where I'm at with them. Um, Falcons again. I Marcus Ross. Mariota. Like, what are what are you? You know what I mean? Probably gonna get benched for De- Desmond Ritter late in the season. Because Ritter looks so fucking good in the preseason, and I think they're going to be out of it. You so. got Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson's a beast. A- after that, uh, what? You know, I mean. Yeah. So. NFC North Packers. I mean. Vikings. Really? Yeah, I have the Vikings. Don't trust uh, those young receivers. Huh? I do not trust the young receivers. Um, I, I would say Packers, Vikings. Lions, Bears. I agree on the Lions and the Bears. Um, Vikings also, they hated Mike Zimmer. I I think that has kind of come out, that Mike Zimmer was not. Who is their coach now? uh, Kevin O'Connell. He's, you know, met on McVay at a party once, so he's got, that's how he got this head coaching job. (laughs) I'm kidding. He was their OC last year, so. Um uh, again, for me, a lot of the Vikings' success depends on how healthy Dalvin Cook can stay just because they, they rely on him pretty heavily yeah. both in the, the ground and the air game. And Kirk Cousins, you know, can he earn the, the amount of money he's made? I like Kirk. I mean, he's not. I don't, I don't not like him, but the man has made a lot of money for very little success that he's had. Yeah. But I mean, I think again, an offensive-minded head coach. You know, they have a good that comes from that Shanahan system. So I think 
again, if Cook is healthy, then I think he'll have a big year. You know, that's a very quarterback friendly offense too. You so. got Stud and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, you still got um, who's the white dude? Thielen. Yeah, Adam Thielen. Then they just traded the for Rager. Is it Rager? Jalen Rieger. Yeah, Jalen Rieger from the Eagles, who was who Zimmer uh, laughed at, kind, kind of a they... bust in in Philly, but yeah, Zimmer laughed when the Eagles took him instead of Jefferson. Did you ever see that clip? Mm-mm. Yeah, the, of that draft when because the, they the Vikings wanted Jefferson. And they knew the Eagles needed a receiver, and then they took Jalen Rieger, and the, their draft room literally laughed and started high fiving. So, anyway, so that's kind of funny. They ended up trading for him. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I that night I, I kind of just it kind of feels like Rodgers has one foot out the door. You know what I mean? At least a little bit. Yeah. It's still, man. It's still a Rodge, though. Yeah, I mean, he's still a beast, but I, with the young receivers, I don't know. Their defense should be improved too. So I'm kind of talking against my own argument a little bit, but I think that those two are really going to be having a rock fight for the division. Uh, so. Yeah, I I could see it. Um, I just think that because of Aaron Rodgers, that's going to give them the edge, and I think those receivers are are going to get good in a hurry. Right, just because it's it's Aaron Rodgers, you know. Right. Um, still got a very good running game with with Jones, and I think AJ Dillon is gonna yeah probably tote the rock a little more often. Right. No, I I get that. Um, your NFC champ. Well, hold on. Well, no. Oh yeah, yeah. We have to. Why Playoff are we? Ba- why are we? Ba- no. Why are we bar- burying the Bears? Because uh, they're the Bears and they suck. And I think Justin Fields is going to be improved. He's looked decent in preseason. Um, I. St- they just don't have any any real weapons. I, I don't and their I, defense is not good. I don't think Fields looks better at all. Will end up looking any better at all this season. I really don't. I mean he's got a bad In preseason he's looked better. I get that, but he has a bad offensive line. He has no weapons. Montgomery is basically it. Yeah. Who I like a lot, but yeah. again, you can have it's the problem we have. We have a really good running back. We have a shit offensive Moody, line. Moody Moody has looked impressive at times, but again That and I'm He's going to be running for his life a lot. I like Detroit a lot. I mean, they have weapons. I think they have a head coach. I think that just there seems to be a lot of trust between the coaches and the players, and I think that's a good thing. So I think they'll be improved drastically. Um, Not a playoff team, at least in my mind, but, you know, improved. So I got Eagles, Rams, Bucks, Packers as my – uh, four division winners. I got the Rams. If I had to pick, I would say it's going to be Rams, Eagles, Packers, Bucks in that order as far as seeding. Okay. My three wild card teams are the Cardinals, Saints, and 49ers. I think they're going to slide in once Jimmy G takes over. Okay. Um, I have. For wild card, I have the Niners, the Cardinals, and the Packers. Okay. So, so we don't really switch up a whole lot, I no. don't believe. Not really. You have the – wait. Do you have the Rams missing the playoffs? No, I have the Rams winning the division. Oh, okay, okay. You have the Bucks. Are they a wild card? Nope. You have the Bucks missing the I playoffs. I have the Bucks missing the playoffs. That would be huge. I – 
every year, and I actually didn't think about this. I there's one team that no one expects to make the playoffs that does, and there's one team that everyone pencils in to make the playoffs that misses it. So I at least have half of that. I think the Bucks this will be the year they miss the playoffs. Fair enough. I mean, he's again, he's 79 years old. Uh, you know, at some point, Tom Brady's got to start. Yeah. You know. Your NFC champion. Uh, same as last year, I have the Rams. I was going to do that, but for the sake of let's do something different and shock the world, Eagles. Okay. They loaded up. They did. A lot of it depends on Jalen Hurts, without a doubt. Right. What about Carson? Not, not Carson Wentz. Uh, motherfucker. Gardner Minshew. Well, if, if yeah, if Hurts gets hurt. Hurt. Yeah. And, and we talked about it last season. I would... I would have taken Minshew with Pittsburgh last year. Yeah. Minshew really isn't a chance to play with a team around him either. Right. Which is why so. I was kind of hoping we'd pull the trigger on that. Yeah. But, uh, so your Super Bowl, you got the Bills and the Rams. I got the Bills and the Eagles. Your champion? I think it's this is exactly what I did last year. Maybe I had the team switched, but I have the Bills winning the Super this, Bowl. As do I. I think this year is finally the year they get off the schneid and – Given how we feel the Steelers' season's going to go, I at least think they're going to make the playoffs. You don't, but uh, the, surprise the, me the, if they did. The Bills would be the team that I would like to see win it all. Right of, of all those, um, I guess. Do you have a team in the NFC you're kind of pulling, pulling for, for a little bit? It's as as much as I have disliked them over the years the McAfee show has made me enjoy Aaron Rodgers more so I wouldn't mind seeing him get one more before he rides off into the sunset before too yeah. long um, all the people s- that are shooting on him in the media too it would be yeah, nice yeah, it's like, yeah I won the fucking Super Bowl a, bit, suck a my big dick. fuck you to that um, did you see when they announced uh, that Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays are back Pat was like, I just want to let you know that if you don't win MVP this year, we're going to be very disappointed because you've won it every year that we've done this now, so you can't break our yeah. streak. Yeah. Um, short of them, I'd like to see, and again, I don't have them going to the playoffs, the Lions, you know what I mean? you got yeah, a, a yeah. team and a fan base that has just been through the fucking ringer and has sucked. And I've, I've been on the Cardinal bandwagon for the last couple of years. I'd, I wouldn't be mad if, if they were to somehow put together a Super Bowl run. Eagles, you know, that that's a fan base that has long suffered. That, they already have a Super Bowl. They can go fuck themselves. Yeah, They're yeah, fucking fair animals. Enough, fair enough. Can't say the Saints anymore because they won one. I would say the Cardinals, if not the uh, if not A-Rod right. in the NFC side. But um, AFC side, it would be Bills, uh, Chargers I would yeah. be mad at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of teams where it's like I fucking don't want them to win the Super Bowl. Um, outside of our own division. Yeah. And the Cowboys, just because they're annoying as fuck. But. All right. Now. Next week, week one of the NFL season, since we probably won't do a show before the games kick off. Because no, I'm gonna be hungover as fuck. It's Nicole's birthday Saturday. We're going out, so. I don't know if you're going to come over for the game or whatever. Maybe yeah. we do a show afterwards. Yeah. Just warning you now, I'm going to sound and feel like shit. But um, let's just go ahead and pick our week one 
yeah. picks. Uh, uh, opening up Thursday night. I didn't realize that. What? Look at what the, the Thursday night game is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's your Super Bowl preview. Yeah. yeah. Thursday, September 8th. Great game to kick everything off. We got Buffalo at the Los Angeles Rams. I actually have the Rams winning that game because it's it's typically very hard to beat the defending champs when they open the year. You know, you got the banner ceremony, places going wild. Um yeah. So I that and it's not like the Rams got worse. I'm going to take Buffalo to come out and try and make a statement. Okay. I think it's going to be a, a, a tough game, but I think Buffalo is uh, – they want to show the world that they are here to stay, so I'm going to take them to win that one. Also, the fact that last year they lost their opener. You can see yeah. McDermott being like, okay, let's not let that shit happen again. I don't care that we're playing the defending Super Bowl champs. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, moving on to Sunday noon games. New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans. Yeah, Saints there. Uh, San Francisco at Chicago. Uh, Trey Lance's big debut. Yeah, they they should beat Chicago, even though West Coast team coming to the Midwest for a noon game. Yeah, but a hey, Chicago, it's Chicago, and, yeah. and it's also Central Time, not Eastern Time. So that you know, two hours, yeah, instead of three. Yeah, which but, isn't great still, but softens the blow a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, Fuck it, we're going to do it. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. One thing I didn't mention, although we have talked about it before, is one thing I like that gives Pittsburgh even just the slightest little edge mm-hmm. is they do not play a game outside of the Eastern time zone all year. Oh, long. yeah, yeah. And as small as it is, sometimes that can make a huge difference yeah. as far as keeping your team healthy and on a good pattern. And they have no 4 o'clock games. I think they have five primetime games, and the rest are all noon. So consistency, you don't leave time zones. I could see though later in the year if Pittsburgh's in contention, flexed, flexed to a, a four, four o'clock. Yeah. So Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, Mitch Trubisky. By all accounts, we haven't had an official announcement, but making his debut, um, going to be weird seeing somebody other than seven walk out there for that opening fucking drive. But here we are. Penn's been hurt a lot over the years. It's not that weird. Yeah, Charlie but, Batch, Brian Lefwich, yeah, Mason true. Rudolph, Duck Hodges. Go ahead, pick the Bengals. Um, I, yeah, I'm leaning that way, but at the same time, you know, you got a little bit of Super Bowl hangover. Burrow is beat up. Have you not forgot the fucking rules? Yeah, Bengals. Bengals by forty eight. Yeah. All right, thank you very much. It's been been a minute we're gonna shock the world i'm taking the steelers oh okay i, I, th- I think I everybody is part of the role. everybody is sleeping on us so i think cincinnati even though i picked him to win the division could be a, a little hangover sure uh so yeah i think pittsburgh is going to come out going to be a defensive game i think uh i think tj watt is going to smack joey burrow around quite a bit and we're going to squeak one out in cincy <clears throat> Philly at Detroit. Yeah, a little upset special. I'm going to go with Detroit. I think they're going to come out fired up. After yeah, it's a home match. game too. You know, I think that they have they feel a lot of momentum, so I can see them playing with a lot of emotion and. Getting well, wins, I picked so. Philadelphia to go to the Super Bowl, so if I pick Detroit, that doesn't sound very good for me. But I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to take Detroit. Like I said, um, no Detroit. I don't believe is going to be a playoff team, but I think they'll come out fired up and. 
and maybe slap Philly around, and then Philly will wake up and win the division. Mm. Uh, Baltimore at New York. Uh, um, you skipped one. Oh, I'm sorry, I did. New England at Miami. I got Miami. I do too. I again, it's just the biggest thing is the offense and Mac Jones. It looks like he's. All the reports are that he's slid because of this shitty situation. So, yep. I, and they're going up against uh, a ve- what should be a very high-powered offense, the, the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, according to one Ty Hill. Mm. So yeah, I got Miami. You got Miami. Yes, Baltimore at New York Jets. I think either one of us could play quarterback for Baltimore and still win that game. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's who yeah. we're going with, Baltimore. Jacksonville at Washington. Carson Wentz makes his debut for the Commanders. I'm going to go Jacksonville. I I am going to go Washington. Okay. reason I'm going to go Jacksonville is uh, I think they, they feel a lot better. Uh, the guys on that team feel a lot better than they did last year. With uh, for sure. For getting sure. rid of Urban Meyer, um, who's probably going to end up being Nebraska's head coach. I just um, uh, home game Washington wins his first game there. They got old Terry Mack, and I think yeah. it'll be a close game. I think Washington pulls it out. Uh, the big fuck you game: Cleveland at Carolina. <laughs> Cleveland, I have Cleveland still. I think Baker's going to do it. I want him to, but I'm going to take Carolina. I think Baker is going to come out and as he supposedly said, but now denies, fuck them up. Yeah. So as long as they can keep Miles Garrett from ripping anybody's helmet off, with Carolina should be in good shape. Uh, then we have the Colts traveling to Houston. Colts. Yeah. Definitely. Then we move into the 3 o'clock games. The New York Giants travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Tennessee. Tennessee as well. Green Bay travels to Minnesota. At the Vikings. Um. Again, I picked Minnesota to win that division. I also, you know, Rodgers, young receivers. Uh, th- I think they'll start the season a little slow and then maybe gel throughout the I, year. I'll take Minnesota for that very reason. Yeah. Um, I I can see that, that those those young guys are going to have to get up to speed, but I think Minnesota gets that victory. Uh, Kansas City at Arizona. That's a good game. Yeah. Um. No Hopkins for that game, we know. I'm going to go Kansas City. I'm going to go Arizona. All right. I can see it. Kansas City does have a couple new receivers. Mm, so. Yep, yep. Good ones, but still. Yeah. Uh, then we have the Raiders traveling to the Chargers. Got a coin somewhere? Yeah, that's, that's a tough game to Typically... Pick. Uh, you can't really go on the home thing because I would just about bet every dollar I had that there'll be as many or more Raider fans. Uh, there's going to be more Raiders fans yeah. than Chargers fans there, I bet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Raiders. Derek, Derek Carr. And you know what? You've Devontae convinced me. Adams. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be a, a, a close game, uh, probably a high-scoring game, but I just – I think that that combination is going to be a little too much for the Chargers. Well, that looks like the best Sunday game, honestly. Probably, yeah. Then we got the Sunday nighter, Tampa Bay taking on Dallas in Dallas, Jerry World. 
I think Tampa comes out quick. Dallas just didn't really seem like they did enough. Uh, they've got some issues on the offensive line. Yeah. I think Ezekiel Elliott is on his way out. Um, and I think Tom will uh, will come out slinging at least for week one as long as that makeshift offensive line can keep him upright. But I got uh, Tampa coming I'm going to go with, with you that on one. that, yeah. Then Monday night, Denver travels to Seattle. The Drew Locke revenge game. Or Russell Russ, Wilson. Russ Wilson the revenge <laughs> game. Uh, Denver, yeah, just yeah. Seattle doesn't have enough weapons. I think Denver and Russ is going to come out and kind of give him a little fuck you for not taking care of him a little bit better. So there you have it. All right. All righty. Well, I think that'll wrap it up. Like I said, we will probably be back here uh, Sunday afternoon, probably during the 3 o'clock games, I would imagine. Or, yeah, What probably. are you doing for the game? Are you going to Rod's? I was planning on coming here. Oh, okay. So That's fine. So we do a show. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, like I said, hungover as fuck, but... No wings? Not that one, no. Yeah. No, I, I'll I'll probably wait until, you know, because it's the Bengals, I'll wait until I'm a little more upbeat about but, yeah. the, the game before I'm, you know, put all that work into sure. putting the wings together. But yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do it soon. All right, folks, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Until then, I am Dees, and he's Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya.